Jill Scott, Chasing Fools Gold. Uh, Voice you Nova before that. You were there, SAFM. Join in for Kanye today. This is called Sound Awake, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Sound Awake. Uh, I don't quite know why I got roped into being Sound Awake because it's the middle of the night. No, it's not. Uh, it's. I, I know I'm supposed to be doing an interview in a second, but there's an interesting... Uh, there was a website I found a long time ago, but I've forgotten what it's called. I'll, I'll find the research. I've got so much I still have to tell you between now and six o'clock. But there's... There's a an interesting phenomenon in the West, in in um, in media and in songs and in books and all those kind of things. About four o'clock in the morning, uh, if four o'clock in the morning is not last night, but it's also not yet today. And if you if you find this website, I'll find it for you. Uh, a, a man has collected all the songs and all the books uh, and poems where there's reference to four o'clock in the morning. And uh, it's amazing how many there are in the world about four o'clock in the morning, where it's not quite yesterday, it's not quite today. It's this it's the strange time in the morning, uh, four o'clock in the morning. I'll find about it. It's, it's an interesting. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow while Santa Claus is doing his thing. But for now, uh, it's just gone four o'clock in the morning and I get to chat to yoga coach, personal trainer, businesswoman, Mali uh, Romara. Good chatting to you, Mali. What are you doing up this time in the morning? Uh, I've been up since 10 o'clock. Welcome <sighs> to early morning. You're, We're used to this. You see, you, <laughs> so you, I've been up since 3 o'clock and had my tea and <laughs> just prepared my mind. So you, I'm used to 4 a.m. You exercise people are mad in the head, I'm telling you now. <laughs> no, I don't exercise that early. No, <laughs> I only wake up to do this. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's Solofelo's fault. We'll, we'll blame everything on Solofelo this morning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Molly... Yeah. Now, it's Christmas time, so how do we stay thin over Christmas? Um, I, um, I think we have spoken about that, but today what I, what I wanted to add about yeah. staying thin, whether it's Christmas or not, was mental and emotional fitness. Oh, okay. uh, and that reminded me of when I was recovering from brain lupus and I was depressed and I also had 15, again, 15 kilograms. And I realized that for me to get to, to exercise for 10 minutes was hard. Yeah. Even though I knew what to do, I knew what to eat. But it was so challenging. I so many excuses, like my room was, was small or outside, or I don't have money to buy food. <laughs> yeah. And it made me realize it has nothing to do with the food or what type of exercise or my program. It has everything to do with my beliefs and my vision of why I wanted to be healthy and also my why, you know, my vision and my why. Believe your vision and your why. And that influence whether do I get up that 10 minutes and do I choose that 10 minutes every day? Do I get up and go do groceries and prepare my food and eat? You know, my vision will, you know, like, how do I, the, all those three, your beliefs, your vision and your why, it, it makes you look at your body different. How do you feel about your body? How you treat your body? What is health and what is fitness? And that oh. will influence how you act, you know, how you treat, what do you do? Do you use pills or do you starve yourself or do you do fat diets? So beliefs and vision and your why will keep you making the same choices every year, every time, every mm. Christmas, even in January, you're still going through what you went through in last year's January. I like what you said there, health and fitness. It's, it's, they're not necessarily the same thing, but they kind of work together. And I'm thinking of an example now where you know, if, I'm gonna, if I've decided to run, I don't know, three times a week or walk three times a week, and then I clap a whole lot bowl of ice cream or, or a whole bad, bad food, then the one sort of negates the other so that the two should work together all 
the time because why yeah. work why work so hard doing one thing and then ruin it yep that's why i'm saying depend what do you what do you think is health yeah if health is just exercise and not the food and you go eat the wrong stuff and also what makes you go, to go eat ice cream is is it because you want to is it exciting is it fun then that's fun but if you're eating the ice cream because uh, i don't know there are other reasons why you want to eat this ice cream then it negates what you're trying to do but eating the ice cream because you want to Mm. because it makes you feel healthy and not healthy happy yes your brain loves it It, (laughs) it's surprised that your brain loves happiness. Ah. The happiness makes you know, okay, I've eaten ice cream and that's okay. I don't have to feel guilty. You know, you, your emotions, as I said, your why, your emotion influences what happens physiologically to your body. You can eat an ice cream. Both of us can eat an ice cream. Yeah. I'll be feeling so bad and how I tr- how the feeling will make me treat my body badly, but you'll be feeling so happy. You'll be like so joyful and make a better decision tomorrow you get up. I'll be kicking okay. myself why did I eat the ice cream? You know what I mean? So your beliefs around why you eat the way you do, mm. why you exercise, makes a decision, your everyday decision, how you act and behave, and physiologically as well, what happens to your body. How can the negative voice in your head help you and teach you stuff? Um, one, you know, for me, emotional fitness is your, being um, aware of your emotions, of how you feel when you get up in the morning and you feel like crap. You are, you are able to link your, your feelings to your, uh, with your thoughts. So, okay, I'm feeling like crap because I'm thinking this way. But where does this negative feeling come from? Where did I learn that? Do I learn that from experience of my previous diet? Do I, did I learn that from my mom being obsessed with her body or being obsessed with food? So you're able to link the two and that will influence how you behave, where you react by, um, I'm not going to go to the gym. Or you respond by saying, okay, let me just do 10 minutes. Or instead of doing the whole hour, let me just do my sit-up and my push-up. You know what I mean? So how you work, um, get out around your negative attitudes is being able to understand what are you feeling. Feelings are your guiding campus to how you think and your action as well. Uh, feeling bad or negative is good because then you're aware I'm feeling this way. I'm feeling negative because I'm thinking negative. Right. And that's why all the time I go to the fridge 3 a.m. and I eat. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so, so you gotta be, when you, after eating a pizza, you're feeling guilty, you gotta yeah. link. I am feeling guilty. Why? Because I'm feeling, I'm thinking negative thoughts, you know, that I'm going to be fed and my spouse or my partner won't be happy with that. They will mm. leave me. You see? So where did you learn that? You know, is it from your house, from your mom, from your partner, from your experiences? Once you, you connect your emotions and able, oh, that's why all the time I overeat or I undereat or I torture myself mm. or I use pills. So your feelings are your guidance, are your guiding angel or your guiding compass to how you feel. All right. Are you, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. It sounded like that line disappeared. Uh, I want to know, you say here, looking back in your life and can be extremely beneficial, but it can also be extremely depressing because we, we tend to remember those bad events when we look back in life. We forget the, the happy ones, don't we? I think we are taught to look at on what we don't have instead of uh, 
on what we have. And right. that's where the, the uh, cultivating the art of gratitude is very important. Mm. You know, you, you know, we're looking at if I, you say I have a goal to lose weight, and you know losing weight is not a linear process. So you criticize yourself so much, I can't lose the weight, oh, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that. But you actually um, negate all the other things. You get up out of bed, you're healthy, you've got your eyes, you've got your ears, you know, you've got your kids, you've got your house, you negate all those things, you don't look at them, and that depresses more, you more and, and then and then make you gain more weight. Mm. But when you start practicing the gratitude, apparently when you practice gratitude, whether you meditate on it or you, you write on your journal, you actually increase your happiness by 7%. You just wow. become happy for the sake of being happy. Not necessarily <laughs> that something happened. Because it makes, you know, gratitude makes you feel like, Actually, I'm not a loser, you know. There are certain things I used to do five push-ups. Now I do 20. That's amazing, you know. So gratitude makes you feel like I'm it, you know. I've got my life together. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm able to, to get up, go do groceries. Gratitude makes you live in abundance. It increases your, it makes you be better than yesterday because you, you're feeling about yourself. Okay, you've got two points here. One of them is successful people in the world do things they're afraid of and also go beyond the edge of your capability. What do you mean? No, what I mean, I think that when you're feeling good because your brain looks good, not just about your body, not just about what your body is capable of doing, but in all areas of your life, you cannot be failure. You cannot, um, what do you call it, spread your failure about not losing the weight in all areas of your life. You've got so much more. You got out of bed, you've got your eyes, got your ears, yeah. you've got a house, you've got your kids, you get, you're working. So you live in abundance, but you are taught to look at what we don't have and that. That's the body that you want, or you don't have money, or you don't have gym, or you don't have all those things. But when you start practicing the art of gratitude and living in abundance, you actually realize you've got so much more, and you're able to say, you focus on that. And when you're feeling good, you do good. When you're feeling good, you do good, and you challenge yourself better than yesterday. How do you makes st- sense. How do you stay motivated? How do you, because uh, body's starting to get sore, uh, I'm, I'm getting tired, uh, I don't feel like going for a run. How do you do it? You see, for me, I don't, I, you know, I don't work on motivation. I work on purpose and my vision. Why is the why? The reason why. Why do I want to be healthy? Mm. And what, health, what does health mean? Health does not mean running, exercising for an hour every day and torturing myself. Health is me, meaning just for me to be able to touch my toes, exercise, and do my funny yoga poses. That could be funny. <laughs> you know, it could be, or eating vegetables. That's what health means. Mm. But when you focus, when because mostly motivation is when you're doing something for somebody, if you realize that you're okay. doing something for somebody. But when it's a purpose, the why is your purpose? I want to feel good. I want to be able to, to play with my kids. I want to be able to, to get out of bed and then do what I love with ease, without pains, without back pains. That's what it is. A purpose is better than a motivation. A purpose is from within. You're driven from within. But motivation, you look outside yourself and mm. look for whoever you can impress or whoever, you know, whatever you can get a motivation from. I love it. Molly Romara, thanks very much. Brain Looper Survivor, Yoga Coach, Personal Trainer, Businesswoman. You can find her on Twitter at Molly Romara. That's M A L I. And Romara, R A M A R A. Molly Romara. Go find her on Twitter, motivational talks and updates, and all those kind of things on the tweeters.